You and your schemas. We've all got them. We use them every day. We revise and make new ones all the time. Some of them help us, and some of them do more harm than good. Let's explore schemas, how they work for us, and how they sometimes get in the way, and what we can do to keep our schemas working for, rather than working against us. From the day we come into the world, we're constantly bombarded with sounds, sights, sensations, and experiences. When we are young, we begin to organize, categorize, and manage these overwhelming amounts of information. It's amazing how much information comes of us in different areas of our life. And we do somehow begin to organize people, things, places, and interactions between two people and amongst groups. The pioneering Swiss child psychologist, Jean Piaget, introduced the term schema to describe both the act of organizing large amounts of information and the resulting blueprint or maps that enable us to store, access, and make use of information. Young children, for example, learn how to ride a bike by simply observing other children riding around on their bicycles, as well as them themselves touching, feeling, and interacting and exploring a bike. Today's world, when it comes down to electronic devices, we model and our children learn so quickly how to manipulate electronic devices. Schemas are simply maps of information that we, without consciously doing so, organize, store, and operate from in our minds. Each time we learn something new, or we're exposed to a new environment, gadget, task, or interaction from childhood onwards, we simply create a new schema of it, a new map of information. These maps are extremely useful in helping us navigate in the world we live in, as well as teach us how to deal and sort massive amounts of information. Many times these schemas are formed and then throughout our years as we grow, We revise, alter, add to the information, subtract to the information, and start even attaching emotions to it. The upside of schemas is that many times as you do one activity, the more you do it, the quicker the schema becomes automatic pilot. For example, think about the first time you drove to work. You didn't know where you were going. It was the first time you were going there. So you pay attention to every turn and corner, street name, and you really focus. However, when you take that route day after day to go to work, in a few weeks, you become an automatic pilot. This automatic pilot really comes from our schemas being reinforced over and over, making it easy that once we turn a corner or ignite the car, that we end up starting a car knowing we're going to work. And without paying careful attention, you start automatically making turns and corners and knowing where you're going without carefully paying attention to every detail like you did the first time you went to work. On the downside, just as schemas can help us make sense of the world, make us more familiar and comfortable to run around doing things more comfortably without paying attention to every detail, 
We adapt to new environments really well with schemas. But in challenging moments, these schemas can also remove ease and have a downside. When we experience trauma, difficulties, or abuse, these negative experiences can overwrite our safe map of virtually any aspect of our life. On the plus side, our parents can sometimes be the first source of information and schemas creating what love, attachment, positive information about how relationships and communication should be. However, on the downside, the same parents can also be a source of early negative schemas, modeling to us anger, prejudices, perfectionism, abuse, overworking relationships and poor communication, and worthy of love or feeling unworthy of love. Emotional debris. Through negative events, we oftentimes acquire emotional debris. That's a term I like to express, emotional memory. Whenever we have emotional memory tied to something negative, I call it emotional debris. It tends to taint us like a dust over something. Through negative events, experiences, and interactions, we can end up with emotional debris impacting our schemas and now putting a negative tint over whatever we used to believe in. Sometimes this negative emotional debris can impact what relationships look like, make us question what people's intentions would be, if work is fair or unfair, do people treat me poorly or well, can I trust others, or be nervous about driving, flying, or walking around due to an accident. Many times when we have a pure, innocent way of living and then something negative happens, it tends to alter our schema and leave us with emotional memory of something hurtful and painful. Then your schema goes to the negative whenever you think about something versus the positive. This is one of those sayings they say in the past. We strip our innocence as we grow older. When you're young, you see the world beautiful, pure, innocent, trusting, loving. And as we grow, we start experiencing hurts, betrayals, sadness, pain, traumas, which then end up altering your schema. Your map from something innocent has now become tainted. So for example, you drive to work every day on the same route successfully, and one day you have a minor fender bender. But that fender bender scared you. It made you anxious and nervous. So now every time you drive on that route, your mind goes straight to the negative impact of that fender bender and accident versus going back to the original schema of a pure route that had no accidents and was a smooth drive once. Emotional debris or emotional memory sometimes causes us to bring in safety behaviors. These are usually self-limiting fear-based actions designed to prevent feared situations or interactions from recurring again. You may start beginning to you know, check more blind spots when you drive a certain route to prevent an accident, or you start like 
you know, turning off the radio so that you can focus better. Sometimes we bring in safety behaviors, trying to prevent harm. But we sometimes have to remember an isolated event is not a never-ending pattern. Just because something happened once doesn't mean it's going to happen over and over. And so many times the work I do with people is to help people remember you might have had a positive schema or a map of something once. And over time, somehow, this positive schema has turned negative. But we need to sometimes challenge and rewrite and review and look at, hey, was this just an isolated event or is this really a never-ending pattern? It's important to examine our negative and self-limiting views by the way the world works, explore our fears, prospects, self-doubt, and possibilities. We need to reflect on negative experiences and really look at how we might have been clouded by one negative experience and distorted our maps of the world. It's important to start challenging yourself to clear, clean, revise, reframe, and make sure that our maps in our head are accurate and not tainted by people's stories, soap operas, movies, media. The good news is that we can revisit and review and retrace and revise our maps, no longer having them affect us in a negative manner and allow ourselves to create positive schemas. They may make us work better in life, focus in life, move forward in life. Let's take a mindful moment now to take a deep breath in and out and focus on schemas, maps of information you have in the world. Explore and take a moment right now to look at some maps that you have that may be negative and that need some revising, challenging, and reframing to be more successful for you to walk through life confidently in high self-esteem. Let's take this mindful moment. Let's take a deep breath in and breathe out. Another deep breath in and breathe out. If your mind tends to wander, please bring it back gently and continue to breathe. And just think about the topic we're talking about, schemas. Allow yourself to gently come back. And let's revisit these maps in our heads, our schemas. Be aware of emotional debris, unprocessed pain and trauma that negatively impacts the way you move around and interact in the world. Pay attention to any automatic negative thoughts or assumptions that you have about how the world works. Examine negative assumptions you may harbor about people, places, and possible outcomes. Challenge yourself to let go of safety behaviors. Consider the possibility that a negative event 
or situation is not isolated. And that many times there's more ways to see things than just one. Allow yourself to challenge thoughts and schemas that no longer serve your highest and best.